Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and more importantly, welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast, the podcast that is home to all things Giants baseball. Folks, before we dive into today's show, I would like to take a moment to let you know that you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, then don't be afraid to subscribe. And if you really like the show, then make sure to leave a review. But most importantly, make sure to spread the word. Now, with that being said, let's dive right in. Hello everybody, what is going on and welcome back to the Say Hey Podcast. You are now officially listening to episode 71. And of course, like always, I'm your host today, James Donahue, as I am for every show. So hopefully that's not a deal breaker for you guys today. Folks, I'm especially excited for today's episode because today marks the first time we're going to be doing some player profile projections. I know, very exciting. So what the heck does that mean? Along with providing you all with some casual spring training updates, I'm also going to start doing some player profile projections, which essentially means I'm going to do my best to project the type of season each Giants player is going to have based on their performances from the 2021 season. Sounds fun, right? Great. I'm glad you think so. So today I'm going to be doing PPPs, again, player profile projections on Brandon Belt, Alex Wood, and Jock Peterson. So like always, be sure to stick around for the entire episode in order to be informed and up-to-date as possible on your favorite team. So in terms of spring training and everything that we've seen so far, I want to take this time to highlight the starting rotation. Now, I know we're not supposed to be excited about you know spring training considering that we don't really know if this is the product that we're going to be getting during the regular season, but I can't help it. Three members from the starting rotation, Logan Webb, Carlos Rodon, and Alex Wood are simply dominating. Of those three, Logan Webb has pitched the most, producing five innings total in two different starts. The first start, he only pitched two innings, did not give up a single hit or an earned run, only walked one but struck out five. Fantastic. The next outing, he pitched three innings, gave up two hits, one earned run, only walked two but struck out five again. Last episode, I talked about the Young Bucks in the rotation, Logan Webb and Tyler Beatty taking the next step in both of their careers. And it seems as though Logan Webb is ready to build on the success that he found during last year's season and, of course, the postseason. Moving on to Carlos Rodon. During this past Thursday, Rodon had the pleasure of making his first spring training start in a Giants uniform against his former team, the Chicago White Sox. And man, did he impress. Rodon finished his day only going 2.2 innings, gave up two hits and one earned run. The one run came from a home run off the bat of Eloy Jimenez, but that was easy to forget considering that Rodon proceeded to not walk anyone and he struck out four batters. And if that stat line doesn't excite you enough, then you'll be pleased to hear that Rodon consistently hit 98 miles per hour with his four-seam fastball. Like I said, I know this is spring training and maybe I should temper my expectations, but I simply can't help it. The fact that Rodon was able to hit 98 miles per hour in his first spring training start, that's absolutely fantastic. And lastly, we have Alex Wood, who was simply immaculate. Alex Wood pitched two innings, 
did not give up a single hit or an earned run or a walk while striking out three batters. Nobody can touch him, including former MVP Christian Yelich. It was truly something astonishing to witness. And it seems as though Alex Wood is already in midseason form. One of my favorite things about Alex Wood is the tempo at which he pitches. It's a much faster pace than the majority of pitchers that I've seen, and it truly helps in keeping hitters consistently off balance. Watching these three guys dominate in their spring training outings only gets me excited because I feel as though we're seeing a preview or we're having a little bit of a taste of what's going to come for the regular season. All right, here we go. Transitioning time. Let's go ahead and dive into our player profile projections. And first up, the captain, Brandon Belt. Last year, Brandon Bell produced a 274 batting average. He hit 29 home runs, produced a 12.6 walk percentage, and a 975 OPS. Now, let's go ahead and break down some of those numbers that I just stated. Let's start with the home runs. Brandon Bell, like I said, hit 29 home runs, which is one more home run than third baseman Manny Machado from the San Diego Padres. But here's the thing. Brandon Bell did that in 259 less at-bats than Machado. Truly astonishing. If Bell wasn't hurt for a good majority of the season, he was on pace to hit 48 home runs and 99 RBIs. And, not to mention, if you combine his OPS from the past two seasons, 2020 and 2021, you'll get a 988 OPS, which is better than Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson, and Jose Abreu, to name a few of the best hitters in all of baseball. So why is nobody giving this more attention? Well, it's because we are all aware of Brandon Belt's durability. Belt has reached an otherworldly level at this point in his career. The only problem is that he hasn't been able to stay on the field long enough as we'd all like. In comes the DH. Now, I don't believe Belt will be a primary beneficiary of the DH slot as his defense is way too important to this team. However, I still believe he will get an occasional start there in order to give his body some rest throughout the season. And luckily, the Giants are equipped enough to make those roster moves. For example, against right-handed pitching, if Belt DHs, you could put Lamont Wade Jr. at first, Yaz in right field, and Jock can play either left field or center. Now, with all this to say, what type of season do I project for Belt? Well, first off, I project Brandon Belt to play at least 130 to 140 games. Now, I know that may seem incomprehensible, but I think we've all forgotten that Brandon Belt actually played 156 games in 2019, which is not far away. And as for his stat line, I project him to produce around a 265 batting average while also blasting 35 home runs, all while continuing to produce walks at an extremely high clip. Look, it's no secret that Brandon Belt not only was the best hitter in the Giants lineup, but he has become one of the best hitters in all of baseball over the past two seasons. Not only do I want people to finally recognize it, I also want Giants fans to be excited about Brandon Belt. I understand that we're all tired of seeing him get injured. And as a result, I feel as though the majority of Giants fans have grown resentful towards him. But I'm here to tell you that I believe the best is yet to come. And I personally think Brandon Belt's best season is about to happen. Alright, here we go. Moving on to Alex Wood. Wood finished the 2021 season with a 10-4 record and a 3.83 ERA. Solid, especially for a number 3, number 4 pitcher in your rotation. But here's the thing, during his last six starts of the 2021 regular season, 
Alex Wood pitched a total of 30 innings, struck out 37 batters, produced a 2.40 ERA, and only walked five batters. Last season, a big reason why he was able to find success was because opposing hitters can only produce a 184 batting average against his slider. And of course, one of my favorite things to look back on from last year was how he performed against the Dodgers. All right, so... Looking at those numbers, at first you'll see a 4.76 ERA against the Dodgers, which may cause some confusion. You know, like James, that's okay, but it's nothing to be overly excited about. And I agree. But the one thing I do want you to focus on is his 11.65 strikeouts per nine innings that he produced against the Dodgers last year. On May 27th, Alex Wood gave up three home runs to the Dodgers, but he also proceeded to strike out eight batters and walked zero. I personally believe those three homers not only inflated his ERA against the Dodgers last year, but I also think they were a bit lucky, especially when you look at Alex Wood's ground ball percentage sitting at 50%, not only 11 points higher than his 2020 season, but also a number that earned him a spot in the top 10 rankings in that stat sitting right between Marcus Stroman and Zach Wheeler. I bring this up for several reasons. One. I straight up don't believe Alex Wood got the attention or recognition he deserved last year. And two, I want people to realize that Wood is a master at inducing soft contact and off-balance swings while also generating consistent swing and misses. He does it all. Now, with all this to say, what do I think Wood will do this upcoming season? Well, for starters, I believe Wood will have a better season than last year. And a big reason why I believe this is because of his FIP or his, quote, fielding independent pitching, which is a stat that measures what a player's ERA would look like over a given period of time if the pitcher were able to have experienced league average results on balls in play or league average defense. Essentially factoring out things the pitcher can control, aka the defense behind him, and solely focusing on the quality of his pitches and the quality of contact he was generating from opposing hitters. For example, Alex Wood, as I already mentioned, produced a 3.83 ERA last year, but his FIP states that his ERA should have been around 3.48 or 3.44. I also think Wood will perform better this year simply because he's a badass on the mound. To put things candidly, the other night Wood completely dismantled Brewers hitters. Oh, and these weren't just scrubs trying to make the roster. Oh no, Wood caused players like former MVP Christian Yelich and shortstop Willie Adamas, who hit 25 jacks last year, to look like it was their first time ever holding a bat. For all these reasons, I believe Wood will be successful in building on his 2021 season and thus being the third best pitcher in this rotation behind Logan Webb and Carlos Rodon. All right, everybody, before I project Jock Peterson's upcoming season, I just want to take this time to say thank you again for your continued support of the show folks you can find the say hey podcast on spotify and apple podcast and you can also leave a rating or a review if you feel so inclined if you like these player profile projections please let me know because they are definitely fun for me and like i said i'm going to be doing player profile projections for every player who makes the giants roster this season all right here we go without further ado let's go ahead and dive into jock peterson and the type of season i believe he's going to have so when it comes to young jock i'm just going to keep it exciting upbeat, and simple. And in order to give it an accurate prediction at the type of season I think he'll have, I'm strictly going to refer to the 2019 season. Why is that? Well, that's because 2019 was a year for Jock Peterson where he was used as a full-time platoon player for the Dodgers, strictly matching up against righties, as I expect him to be used the same way this year for the Giants. 
During the 2019 season, Jock hit 36 bombs, produced a 249 batting average, and an 876 OPS while producing a 21.6 strikeout percentage, which I was pleasantly surprised to see is actually a bit below league average. Now, in my professional slash non-professional opinion, there is absolutely no reason for Jock to not have a type of season that resembles 2019. Do I believe he'll hit 36 home runs? Probably not, but I believe he'll definitely hit 25 plus because here's the thing. We are all aware at this point that the coaching staff and the front office are fully committed to the platoon system, which is why they specifically went after Jock in the first place instead of acquiring a big-name player like Chris Bryant, Trevor Story, or Nick Castellanos. The Giants like having players they can platoon because it gives the lineup flexibility, but more importantly, it gives the lineup every opportunity to succeed because the platoon system is designed to have the best matchup for every possible outcome, which is exactly what Jock is going to get. He will primarily be used against right-handed pitching, which is fantastic news considering that he's hit 121 career home runs against righties as opposed to his nine career home runs he's hit against lefties. So, with all this to say, I fully expect Jock to just ball out. He won't hit for high average, but he'll for sure hit crazy bombs. As for my projected stat line, I could see Jock finishing the year with a 255. 260 batting average, hitting at anywhere from 25 to 30 home runs, and finishing the season with an 850 OPS. All right, everyone, that is going to be all for today's show. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the player profile projections, or otherwise known as the PPPs, for this week. And of course, thank you as well for choosing the Say Hey podcast as your favorite Giants podcast. Your love and support of the show has truly been overwhelming. Again, everyone, continue to stay safe in this crazy world. Continue to be smart. And most importantly, go Giants.